0: Welcome to "Heard It on the Shark, North Mississippi's podcast for informed listeners with your show host, Melinda Marsalis. "Heard It on the Shark is a weekly podcast that airs every Tuesday on the Shark 102.3 FM radio station based in Ripley, Mississippi. Melinda Marsalis interviews the movers and shakers in North Mississippi who are making things happen. By clicking subscribe, you'll hear from entrepreneurs, leaders of business, medicine, education, and the people behind the amazing things happening in North Mississippi. When people ask you, how did you know about that? You'll say, I heard it on the shark. Heard it on the shark is brought to you by Sun Bear Studio. Sun Bear Studio is a boutique recording studio in the heart of Ripley, Mississippi. When you record with us at Sun Bear Studio, we can mix, master, register, and publish your music, your podcast, or your family story. Email us when you're ready at sunbear at jc.media. This program was recorded at Sunbear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Hey, shark fans, it's Melinda with another episode of Hearted on the Shark. And today I have on a phone call with me Miss Asia Smith Guterres. Now, Miss Guterres is the manager for Walk to End Alzheimer's. And she works out of the Ridgeland-based Mississippi chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. So we didn't want her to have to drive all the way up here to Ripley to Sun Bear Studio. So we just did a phone call today. And Asia, I appreciate your time. Oh, thank you, Melinda. I appreciate y'all having me. All right. How's the weather down there in Ridgeland? It's hot. <laughs> it's hot up here, too. <laughs> that's the usual. That's right. Now, you work for the Mississippi chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, and that is a nonprofit based all over the country, right? And then we just have a chapter here in Mississippi. It,
1: that's correct. The Alzheimer's Association is the leading voluntary health organization in Alzheimer's care, support, and research. And so we work really hard all over the nation to make sure people everywhere in our country are getting the care that they need.
0: Are there smaller chapters throughout the state? Um, Most states have an individual chapter, and then certain regions that
1: are really highly populated have their own chapter as well. So in our state, we have just our one office here. We serve the whole state just with five staff members. So we are small, but we are definitely mighty, and we are all over the place making sure people are getting the care they need.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about that. Let's say that you have a loved one who has been diagnosed as having Alzheimer's, should they call you and see what supports you have? I would absolutely recommend that.
1: That is actually why I got involved with the association to begin with. I have one grandmother that I lost in 2018 to Alzheimer's disease. And then I have another that is suffering from dementia right now. And I found in both cases, you get this big diagnosis and then you kind of just walk out with no information and no idea what to do next. And due to the progression of these diseases, every time you feel like you think you've got it covered and you feel figured it out, there's a whole new thing that you have to take care of and a whole new kind of service that they need. So we have a master's level social worker that works with us named Kristen Davis, and she is our care and support director. And she is wonderful about linking people to the resources that they need. And there are so many things out there that I just wish we would have known about with my grandmothers that I did not know until I'd started working with the association. So please always be in touch with us if your family needs any help.
0: Okay, let's go ahead and say that website now, because I know that there's a lot of people who are going to want to hook up with that. Absolutely.
1: So that is alz.org. And to get our resources in Mississippi, you just put slash MS. So alz.org slash MS.
0: Okay because I know that like you just described, that has to be a scary thing. You think when you get a diagnosis like that, then you're going to be just dumped into the arms of people who are going to take care of you, but that's just not how it works. You have to figure it out for yourself.
1: Sadly, it is. And unfortunately, a lot of people get diagnosed to the point where they are too far along in the disease to be able to figure those things out themselves. But luckily, that is one of the biggest things that we try to make sure we do as an organization. We try to make sure all of the things that we do for the community are always Free of charge. So, we know it's expensive to do all those doctor's appointments and assisted living and all respite care and all that. So, please always connect with us and know that there's never going to be a charge involved.
0: So, let's talk about money then. There has to be fundraising events that occur if this is all without charge to the patient. It is.
1: And that is one of the things that I do for my job specifically. The walked in Alzheimer's events are how we raise money to be able to use all of these resources and get them all out for free and to make sure we also are funding research. The big biggest thing that we want to see is a world without Alzheimer's and dementia. So no one's having to go through this process. And so what we do right now is we use these events all throughout our state just to be able to raise money and make sure that we can continue to offer these resources without having to charge anyone for them. And we also send all the rest of that money out to make sure we're, we're supporting different research projects that are going on throughout the world. Right now, we actually have over $320 million we've invested in over a thousand active best of field projects in 54 countries. So it is a huge amount of money tried to make sure it's going out there. And fortunately, we're seeing some really amazing progress with this too. And that is because of the money that people have given. We call it the new era of treatment. I'm not sure if you've heard on the news, but there's a new medication called Lakimbi that is just, it's incredible how much progress we're seeing with that medication when truly there was nothing like it before. Almost everything that you would get prescribed once you had a diagnosis usually was kind of symptom-based on just trying to dull those down. This is the first thing we've seen that actually is dealing with the underlying causes, which is so exciting. So that medication, Lakimbi is showing a 20% on average decrease in progression during the time that someone's taking it. But the thing with that is that people usually have to be in those early stages to be able to even get that medication. And so that's another thing we really try to do with these walk-to-in Alzheimer's events is just get that information about what does it look like to have these disease? What are the warning signs? So that people can be more aware of how to recognize that in themselves or in their loved ones so more people can have access to this medication if they need
0: it. Do you have a list of warning signs on your website? We do and I've,
1: our website is phenomenal. If there's ever any question that you have that is Alzheimer's and dementia related, we have that. Absolutely everything is on there and we also have a 1-800 number. Our helpline number is 24-7 available and there's master levels clinicians to help with anything that you might have questions about
0: and that is 800 and say your website to me one more time.
1: Sure, it is alz.org, and to get connected directly to the Mississippi chapter, it is alz.org/slash MS.
0: The walk to end Alzheimer's. Do we have to go to Ridgeland Jackson area to participate? No, fortunately
1: we have several of them all throughout the state. And since you're in North Mississippi, the closest one to you will be our Northeast Mississippi walk, which is our first one we have this year. And I'm very excited to announce that it's gonna be on September 23rd at Ballard Park in Tupelo. We also will be having walks in Oxford and Starkville for those of you that are in North Mississippi, and then we have one in Houston, Mississippi as well. So if you go to our website, there will be tons of information about how you can register and get involved.
0: If you can't walk or don't want to walk, can you just donate?
1: Absolutely. And we do make sure that all of our routes are wheelchair accessible and stroller accessible as well, if you'd like to join.
0: Asia, that is really great to know because I know that I don't know from personal experience, but I know from friends that when you have a loved one with Alzheimer's or dementia, it feels isolating, like you're suffering through this by yourself and you can't talk to anybody. So I think that this is wonderful to know that there's a group where you can reach out and get in contact with a community that understands.
1: Absolutely. And that is also one of the most special thing about our walk events is that each person who enters gets a, a flower that's on a little pin wheel. And each color represents someone who has a different connection. So you'll see people who are living with the disease. You'll see people who are caregivers or people who've lost someone. And so I know so many stories that I've heard say that at the walk, they paired up with people who had a similar color flower and ended up making lifelong friends because it's people who understand what you're going through. And it's, it's such a beautiful way to connect to other people who are experiencing the, the, in this as well.
0: This is why I love the things that United Way and volunteers of Northeast Mississippi are helping us do. My friend Kim Rushing from Tupelo is connecting me once a month with a nonprofit that works in Mississippi so that we can all be better informed <laughs> (laughs) about all of the great things that are out there for us to connect to and you're just one of them and i'm very glad to learn about all this
1: well thank you so much for giving us a platform to share what we do i know every single one of us that works in our office has been personally impacted by this and it just means the world to have other people let us share this and so people can get the help that they need
0: hey asia let me ask you about the walk to end alzheimer's is it generally a three-mile walk is it a give me an idea what it looks like when you get there
1: Sure. So we make it like it's almost like a little mini festival. We'll have lots of vendors there where people can get connected with services they may need. We also have a big resource booth there. So people will be able to access a lot of the pamphlets and brochures that we have about certain parts of the disease. We recommend getting there at 9 a.m. and usually check in how it happens. And then the, the ceremony begins at 945 and then we start the walk at 10. Most of our routes have two options where you can either do one that's a one and a half mile or a three mile track. And so it depends on what's comfortable for you and your family. We also have a lot of people that come and just hang out with our vendors and don't do the walk, but they're there just to support and participate that way.
0: Tell me one more time when the one in Tupelo is. Sure.
1: Our our Northeast Mississippi walk is on September 23rd at Ballard Park in Tupelo.
0: Should people register for that before the event?
1: For safety reasons, we ask that everyone register before the event. And if you don't get a chance to, we will have people on site that will help you register there. It is completely free of charge to register and And no donation is necessary, but of course, any bit of money that you can help us raise is a huge, huge help to our community.
0: Asia, it was so nice to meet you over the phone. I'm so glad to know about all the things you guys are doing. Thank you, Melinda. I appreciate it. Asia, thanks so much for joining me on this call. I hope you have a great week. Thank you, Wanda. You too. Okay, Shark fans, that's it for this edition of Heard It on the Shark. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 to find out what's going on from local community leaders. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for an interview, or if you want access to this interview, go over to our website, shark1023.com, and click on the podcast tab. Keep it tuned to the Shark 1023, and have a great rest of the day. This show is made possible by JC Media, LLC in Ripley, Mississippi. J.C. Media owns the Shark 102.3 Classic Rock FM radio station where the show is hosted and Sunbear Recording Studio where the interviews are recorded. We need your feedback and support. If you listen to the podcast on a player like iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. We also have an email in which you can share your feedback. That email is theshark1023 at gmail.com. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite app or stream episodes online at shark1023.com front slash podcast. Today's episode was produced by Melinda Marsalis. It was edited by Rick Williams and engineered by Chris Marsalis. The podcast technician is Joyce Grady.